Let's build a lineup for Championship Sunday. Let's build that lineup. Not now, but right now. And ladies and gentlemen, we're down to a two-game slate in four teams. You beautiful fellas, fellas, fellas out there. Let's build a lineup together. We'll hold hands together through this one for a first-look lineup. And maybe, maybe this one will bink a million dollars out there in the streets and altercation here or there. But let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And when we start up top, we're looking at four quarterbacks. And the first thing I love to do is say, all right, what is the total of these games? And bada bing, bada bang. Thank you to Fantasy Labs. It's just a free Vegas dashboard. We go over there. I'm not affiliated with them at all. You go over there and you see the Chiefs have a 30.75 team implied total. Their total is already rising since open, their implied live total. You see that the Rams have about a 25 team implied. The Bengals, who are underdogs, have about a 24 team implied. That's a very good team total for an underdog. The Bengals, very similar to what we saw them week 17 against the Chiefs as underdogs, meaning that they're going to have to throw a decent amount as touchdown underdogs and the 49ers running it up the rear with a 22 and team implied total which is not the worst but they probably shouldn't be if they're this far in the postseason so we jump back on over in the streets over here and we see okay Mahomes is 7400 Burrow's 66 Stafford is 63 and Jimmy G is 54 so I don't even want to get cute I, I see Jimmy G is very cheap you can probably then fit in Debo and Cup and we'll see who's expensive I assume Kelsey is expensive you can probably fit all the studs so that's a lineup that I'll at least play around with later in the week but for this first look I'm going to focus on the Mahomes and Joe Burrow the game that currently comes in with a 53.5 team implied total compared to a 46.5, a, a seven-point difference. I want to get to Mahomes, and maybe we can afford him as the slate goes on. We'll see. Usually DraftKings does, we talked about this in the past, DraftKings does uh, easy-to-build lineups, right? They did it last week. It's very easy to put your lineups together because they know a lot of people are playing during the playoffs. Their regular season, season-long fantasies are done. Maybe you are coming in. You're meeting me. How you doing? Hit the subscribe if you are. And with new people coming in, they want to make it very easy for them to play players and the players that they know. They want them to be able to play Tyreek and Steph Diggs like they did last week with Cheap Price. So maybe we'll get that again, but I'm very inclined to go to Joey Burrow here at 66. I see Burrow, I see Stafford at similar price tags. Stafford has a slightly better team total, but as a decent size favorite, as a three to four point favorite, Burrow's playing from behind, meaning that they're going to be indicated as a touchdown underdog to throw a little bit more. It might be a Joey Burrow 40 plus pass attempt game for a guy who continues to complete 70 plus percent of his passes. So we get a nice price tag on Joe Burrow and we have $5,400 to spend or so. Let's just get defense out of the way just so we know what we can spend. I'm fine to play any defense. I don't care if I'm playing the Chiefs against Joe Burrow. I don't care if I'm playing the Bengals defense with him. At this point right now, I see the 49ers are 2,800. We just saw, I think a lot of people are going to jump to them after they just held down the Packers. Totally different scheme, but their scheme looked really good there. Also, weather conditions in the snow, right? It's going to be totally different than now in LA, but they've had success holding down the Rams this year and at least uh, being able to force turnovers for a team that just fumbled the ball about three times and a half. So we get the 49ers, they're cheap enough. That gets us to 5,800, and now we can start to get a little bit saucy. And you know how I like to build lineups. And even if there is 10,000 or so of you that watch, just to, again, hit the subscribe button. And even if there is, there's going to be hundreds of thousands of people, 250,000 playing in the Million Maker and even more playing in a bunch of other contests across both DraftKings, FanDuel, and SuperDraft, all these sites. So still not that many people are going to full-on onslaught these games. I don't want really anybody, anybody from the one that I'm building with Joe Burrow in it. That means right there I'm indicating that I want to get a Bengals stack with a Chiefs run back. You have to play at least one player from the other game, and we just got the 49ers in there, so maybe that's all we go to. I don't really want much from that game, I'll be honest with you. So with that being the case, how do we start to onslaught this? So you have, you have four running backs here, and maybe, maybe because Cam Akers was fumbling a bunch, maybe that can bring Sony Michelle back into play. Uh, Daryl Henderson's still in the IR. I don't see any updates on that as of right now. So maybe Sony Michelle comes back into play, but Cam Akers is just coming off of in that divisional round game, playing 80% of the snaps. And by the way, Joe Burrow, 34-plus uh, pass attempts at this point in six of his last seven games. He's the first quarterback ever to have over 71 percent of his passes completed in his first two playoff games and not just that but he had he now has a 70 plus percent completion percentage dating back for about eight to ten weeks now the dude's just on fire dropped almost 40 points against the Chiefs in week 17 but for this standpoint right now you get 
Cam Akers as the cheapest starting running back at 5K on the slate. And that's that's hard to avoid, especially in that game. I think a lot of people will go right back to him because of the volume that he's seeing. I mean, even though he fumbled twice, he had 42, 24 rush attempts. 24 rush attempts, played 81% of the snaps, ran 24 routes, and had three catches in that game. Wasn't a great performance because of the fumbles, but the usage was clearly there with 27 touches in the divisional round game. And now he's going to get a softer matchup. Not a very easy matchup by any means against San Francisco, but softer than the healthy Tampa Bay Bucks defensive line. I, I personally see Cam Akers and my eyes get glued to Jarek McKinnon at $5,100. It's hard for me not to like McKinnon. When he was coming out, I mean, he's an older running back, like 30 years old now, but when he was coming out, he's one of the most dynamic running backs we have ever seen. And then injuries derailed his career early on, but he still has that, right? When you have that speed, it's going to remain. And he still has a lot of agile ability, even after the ACL tears. So I like Jarek McKinnon because Daryl Williams did not play the first playoff game, or he, he was limited in the first playoff game, did not play in the second one. And McKinnon ran firmly, firmly, firmly ahead of Clyde Edwards in that second playoff game they played him in a divisional round game against the bills in a very close game he was out there in all the crucial moments 70 percent of the snaps and why because he's just way more dynamic especially after the catch than Clyde Edwards Hilaire right now and probably healthier he only saw 10 rushing attempts but the Chiefs don't run the ball that much anyways I mean he had Patrick Mahomes the, the leading rusher there with like 70 rushing yards right but he ran 38 routes he was basically the number three wide receiver in route run behind Kelsey and behind or, or slightly behind Pringle for number four like tied as a number three receiver out of the backfield, of course, ran some out of the slot, some out wide, but he ran 38 routes in that game and he had seven targets. He had over 10 fantasy points in the receiving game alone. That's not even factoring in a rushing touchdown or a receiving touchdown. And the big thing for McKinnon is he has the beautiful total of over 30 points. He has the uh, touchdown favorite in him as well. And he also has the benefit of in Patrick Mahomes offenses. Listen up, y'all, because this is live. In Patrick Mahomes offenses, running backs have averaged 1.3 touchdowns per game, and he is the leading back. So McKinnon is the first guy I go to. He's a run back for Joe Burrow. The second running back now gets a little bit more interesting, I guess you can say. Like, I look at it and I say, okay, who is guys that I feel secure about? Definitely don't feel secure about Clyde Slayer. We just said our concerns about Cam Akers uh, versus Sony Michelle. I think Akers is the play at 5K if you need to get there. So then you go up here to the expensive running backs and Joe Mixon and Mitchell are there. Mitchell has seen all the work, right? He's seen all the work, but last time out, he saw his least snaps in a while. They ran more with Debo. They didn't run a lot of plays in general, only like 54 plays. He played 72% of the snaps, saw 17 to 29 attempts because Debo saw some. And Mitchell so far this season has not had success against this Rams secondary. I mean, I could probably put it up on the screen right now, but Mitchell so far has 9.1 fantasy points and 8.5 fantasy points, even though he has 48 carries in two games against the Rams. Only has ran 15 routes, though, in those games. I think Mitchell's completely fine because of the volume that he'll see. I think people will run away from him because of earlier in the season, but I'm 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 tempted to go to Joe Mixon here. You get Joe Burrow plus Mixon stack. I wouldn't do that in the regular season, but on a two-game slate, I'm fine to do that, and I'm tempted to go to Joe Mixon here because, look, I feel more secure about his role than anybody else's. That's why he's priced the way that he is, but he's still not even $7,000. Mixon played 71% of the snaps last week. He ended up seeing 22 touches. He saw seven more targets so far now through the postseason. By the way, he saw a 90% opportunity share, which is as elite as it gets, would have led the NFL this year if that number withstood. And so far, he has 10 catches on 12 targets in the playoffs, running 24 routes a game. That feels very, 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 very secure for a running back who will be on the field as they trail and will probably get peppered with a couple of targets. So you get the Joe Burrow, you get Mixon. That's in the stack. McKinnon's in the stack on the run back. This is the game I want to focus on. We have $5,700 left now. We have to pick out our receivers, a flex, and a tight end. Let's start with the receivers. So you get Cooper Cup. Hard hard not to like him. I don't know if we're going to be able to fit him in this lineup the way that it's being built, unfortunately. Obviously, that doesn't feel great, but it will also make us different. You get Debo here, who is battling injury. He got hurt in that Packers game. Did not have a great game against the Packers. They actually stopped the run. 
run, right? Uh, but there was not much scoring in general, no scoring by the 49ers on offense. All right, Pete and my fellow Packers fans, you get Tyreek at 7K, took that long one to the house. Like we mentioned in the video heading into the week, Tyreek is not going to have the deep playability, and he didn't. When you see a big touchdown, it was because it was after the catch. He got peppered with under any targets, and he produced on those. That is going to happen yet again against Cincinnati. He will have to, if he's going to produce a big game, get peppered with underneath targets and find the end zone. It almost didn't get there for him last game, right? He had to have that big touchdown late. So I'm okay to not get to Tyreek in this type of a build. It feels very scary, but we can fill it out with some other guys. Kelsey, Pringle, some other guys as we get there from the Chiefs. We already have McKinnon. It's interesting, though, because now I just finally see these Bengals guys. These Bengals guys have a good team total. 24, they're underdogs, and they're fucking cheap. How's T. Higgins $5,700, right? He had a massive first half. He was quiet in the second half. Just missed a 100-yard bonus. Looked like an alpha out there. Now gets a matchup where, look, against the Chiefs last time out, didn't do great because Jamar Chase was scoring three touchdowns and going for 200-plus yards. So... If we just slide Chase and Higgins both in here, so we get the triple stack with Burrow with their three best players, Chase, Higgins, and uh, Joe Mixon, we now have over $5,000 left to spend on a wide receiver tight end and a flex, and we can get some Chiefs guys in there and see what happens. So rest of the receivers, Odell's here at 5,100. That feels fine coming off of an eight-target game where he's clearly running as the top two wide receiver. Ayuk is here. He'll probably be a very big leverage play this week. I would assume that Ayuk at $5,000, you're really only in that range, choosing between Higgins and Odell. Ayuk is coming off of a game where you saw one target no receptions that is definitely going to be something that i'll look at later on it's like a last guy in leverage and before we finish up this lineup which is coming together very well and you're gonna to want to see who we finish it up with at the wide receivers because i'm putting this in there after let me tell you about the sponsor of the program many of you already know this but the sponsor of the program is going to be prizepicks.com and you take player props over under and you beautiful people out there there's going to be promotions they haven't told me them yet since i'm recording this on tuesday morning but there will be promotions last week was over under patrick Mahomes, a half a passing yard so be sure to get in on these free promotions where it's basically a free twenty dollars get that part of the bet right this week we are sticking with some props that over time over the last month or two have done us very well we're taking matthew stafford under 270 and a half passing yards that did not work out last week game against the 49ers where they've held them under this number this year i like that and we're taking kelsey who has now scored for us six touchdowns in the last five games we have hit this over kelsey anytime touchdown score over a half a touchdown we have hit this every single time for the last month and a half we're going to take it again we pair those together for 50 dollars. we try and win 150 on it on prizepicks.com again if you use the code sal you can tell your mother your brother your sister your aunt your uncle whoever you're watching the games with this weekend to use it as well the code sal gets you a free bet up to 100 you can pair those together as well as any of the promotions coming later in the week because there definitely will be some promotions i see mr byron pringle here and i'm just gonna throw him in look 43 inch dollar byron pringle we now have six thousand dollars left over to spend how do i not like byron pringle this week at the same price point that he's basically been for the first two weeks of the playoffs even though he keeps producing right first week of the playoffs he has two touchdowns against the steelers who he now has four touchdowns on the season against last week of the playoffs he ended up seeing the targets he just missed the over 35 and a half that i like last week and i'll probably like it again this week but he found the end zone and he made it at least worthwhile five catches 29 yards on seven targets and if he did not drop a first down catch on somewhat of a diving pass which would have been about seven yards he would have hit that over first as well he played 76 percent of the snaps and ran a massive a massive 43 routes so now we have 6k left we have two chiefs on the runbacks um we get a tight end and a flex spot let's go to tight end here so tight end you get travis kelsey he's only 6500 come on they're building this lineup for us Travis Kelsey is only 65. I thought Kelsey was going to be 7,400. Yeah, the man scores yet again another touchdown last week. How is he only $6,500? Fellas, this, this might be a little bit too easy to build these lineups, but it's an all-on stack. I mean, he played, obviously, he's going to play snaps, 85% last week. He scored a touchdown in week 17 against the Bengals, over 13 fantasy points, seven targets. He's going to work on the underneath routes, which should be there. 
and he just scored yet again a touchdown and six touchdowns now in his last five games after winning the game against Buffalo. In that game against Buffalo, he did a vintage Kelsey performance, almost almost 30 fantasy points, just missed a 100-yard bonus by four yards. I mean, I'm temp- how is it? How do you don't how do you not go to Kelsey here? I know Higby has had success. He's found the end zone against the 49ers, not as much big uh, touchdown or not as much big yardage totals. Ozoma's having a career year. Like if you went to Ozoma, could you fit in a Cooper Cup? Let's see. If you went to Ozoma, wait, can we fit a Cooper Cup now? No fucking way. Oh my god, we just missed. So we just missed by $200. If you go to Ozoma there, who is seeing targets? He's having a career year. There's, there's nothing to be said about that. He's getting a lot of checkdowns. He's not getting downfield usage, but those checkdowns are piling up for uh, 10 to 15 point fantasy performances. He's getting red zone looks. We just missed. We just missed being able to fit Cooper Cup into this lineup, who obviously not having him in any lineup on a two-game slate is terrifying, as it has been every single week this year. It has probably not worked out for you. I don't think there's any way we can get around that, though, unless we go to... I mean, you can go to the Bengals defense, right? That's like the only way. You can go to the Bengals defense, which will make you different, because now you have five Bengals, and just right there, you go to Cooper Cup, and bada-bing, bada-bing. So that's one way to do it, right? If you want Cooper Cup in your lineup, he's in your flex because he plays in the late game. You put the Bengals defense in there. You get five guys from the Bengals. You get uh, two guys from the Chiefs and Byron Pringle and McKinnon, which doesn't feel awful. The other way that you could play this is you can play this by saying, you know what? I don't want CJ Ozoma. You can either keep the Bengals or you can go back to the 49ers. You can say, I want Travis Kelsey instead. And then you end up getting $5,500 left over. With $5,500, you can play Odell. You can play Cam Akers. You can play uh, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. Any of these guys that you want to at this point, I think Akers sees 20 touches. I think Odell Odell sees six day targets, maybe a red zone look. I think this is the way that you can play. Odell did not have good success last time out, but had a big fourth down against the 49ers. So you can kind of choose. Let me know in the chat. What do you guys, there's a lot of things to do to fill out this lineup now. I kind of like the idea of the Ozoma plus Cooper Cup build to, to close that one out, but it also, I like it. I like it, right? It doesn't give us as much exposure then to this game environment that we want from the Chiefs side, right? It still gives us Ozoma. If we get Ozoma, the problem with the Ozoma, now that I'm thinking about this though, if you get Ozoma and the Bengals D, you're now playing Joe Burrow, Mixon, Higgins, Chase, Ozoma, and the Bengals D. That's six guys from one team we're hoping to come through here. It would have to be like a, a very similar to last time out where the Bengals just dropped like 40 points. So maybe just the way that that works out, or maybe it just doesn't work out that way, right? So, I mean, you can you can obviously get off the mix-in, and if you get off a mix-in, you can go down to a, a Cam Akers, and that might open it up to now go to Ozoma and more easily a Cooper Cup, right? And you even have money left over to make you more unique. So lots of ways to go about it. This is the way to go about it. If you want to keep Kelsey in there, you put Odell in because he's in the late slate. And this is a quick way to try and build a lineup. And I think that's the way I want to build it. Maybe not with the Joe Burrow SPAC stack specifically, but that looks good. I don't know how T. Higgins is that cheap. I don't know how Jamar Chase is still that cheap. I don't know how Jarek McKinnon and Travis Kelsey are that cheap. I know how. We talked about it earlier. They want to make it easy to build lineups. What do you think about that build of a lineup? Obviously, if I could fit Mahomes in there, maybe you go down to Cam Akers off of Mixon, so then you can get Mahomes in the lineup. Then you you prioritize Kelsey, and you go from there. That's another way to very easily switch it out to get that extra money to get up to Mahomes is just go off of Mixon to another running back on the slate. So very easy to build lineups this week. Are you going to test it out with a Jimmy G, Matthew Stafford? Let me know in the comments down below. Also, be sure to support the sponsor of the program today. We talked about them earlier and some of the props that we took. You get a free $100 bet. You'll be with some friends. You'll be at the bar. You'll be with your family watching these games. Use the code Sally. Get a free bet up to $100. I appreciate you all tuning in. I will see you, gang, when I see you. And if you're brand new to the channel, hit the subscribe button. You all rock. I'll see you in the next one. Beautiful people out there.